Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox. And coming up on the show, for some reason, the movie The Program gets us started. Why? Because it's a great football movie, and we've got fond memories of the entire cast involved. We're also going to take a look at Monday Night Football. The Miami Dolphins win yet again. What it means for them moving forward, and what it means for the New Orleans Saints and Ian Book at quarterback. Jimmy Garoppolo injured yet again. We've got an NFL schedule update that doesn't make a whole lot lot of sense we got coaching rumors in the afc and the nfc and it's the return of the news with brady quinn all of that is coming up next here two pros and a cup of joe and you right here on a tuesday edition of fox sports radio now let's get this party started. you're listening to fox sports radio Yeah, man. Grooving. Yeah. It's a groovy jam here. It's two pros and a cup of Joe here. Fox Sports Radio. Guess what day it is? Guess. <laughs> oh, wait. Never mind. I'm a day short. Oh, that's all right. It's the uh, return of Brady Quinn. We got Brady uh, Brady's back, back. We got Brady Full back. Full throttle. Hey, here we go. Brady's Missed back. You guys. Hey. Guys. Latimer's back. Lat's <laughs> <laughs> back. Latimer's back. You remember that? Lat's oh, <laughs> back. The best thing I saw in regards to uh, referencing the program, which is the movie we're referencing yeah. is someone asked why we can't have an oil exchange for the uh the covid hmm. like why like why, why we just can't have someone give us an oil exchange to fix <laughs> yeah <laughs> probably not doing oil exchanges anymore that's yeah yeah, yeah probably yeah. need to stay away they from more that. more advanced ways is yeah. that by the way is that yeah. the best football movie ever the program i mean it's, i think it is it's it was the very- most stereotypical it was the most stereotypical. That's a good, that's a good way of putting it. <laughs> what do you it? mean, guys laying down in traffic? That's See this uh... suit? Says Adidas, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that's I was all like, I need to read. You, you checked off like all these stereotypical boxes that people think are on a football team. Like, oh, you've got your uh, your heartthrob quarterback who also happens to have a drinking problem. <laughs> then you've got uh, you 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 got your stud linebacker whose career ends. his career ends because his you know he has a knee injury and that's the that's the end of it for him. You got your white guy tryhard. He's the, the, a steroid the two, guy. Two running backs are fighting over yeah. the same girl, and one of them's the yeah. underclassman. Yeah, she just happens to be highly. Barry, yeah, I mean, there's yeah. that too. Uh, yeah. I mean, that really exists in real life. <laughs> by the way, by the way, low key though, was it uh, was it Gene Hackman who was the coach in that? Uh, oh, no, 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 no. It's uh, Kane. Um, yeah. Uh, James Kahn. Yeah, James sorry. Kahn. No, I was thinking yeah, not Kane. Yeah, and then yeah. you've got him who's as dirty as can be, right? Oh, yeah. Like, just trying to do whatever he can to keep his players to, on to, the field. To where the backup quarterback's dating his daughter, and yeah. he, like, just kind of tolerated <laughs> it because he needed him to win a game when uh, his starting quarterback was in rehab. I mean, listen, it's just a movie for the whole family. I, I don't know what to it's tell you. It's a family movie. <laughs> like, you know, and filmed at uh, williams Bryce Stadium in uh, South Carolina. How about that? That is yeah, true. You can leave yeah, that out. Yeah, a little, yeah. little movie knowledge for you here. They, they try to sell you on that when you're a recruit there. They will tell you that. No, they the don't. Program. Well, they don't anymore because <laughs> no one's seen that movie <laughs> wait, God they, knows how long. Wait, they actually did try and sell some. Did you get recruited by I South kid Carolina? You not. I kid you not. Like, I really went down there just to see Lou Holtz. All right? Like, I, I you know, grew up a Notre Dame fan, loved Lou Holtz, and he was the head coach there at the time. So when he when you get a letter from Lou Holtz, it's like, all right, 
we got to go. We, we, we got to go see this guy. And uh, I really went down there for that. Jesus. But they'll tell you when you walk, oh, does this look familiar? You remember this? Do you remember our stadium for the program? I'm like, oh, yeah, cool. Yeah, <laughs> Starting tailback. Darnell Jefferson. <laughs> they got that right. What a uh, what it's a one of the most influential pitch. movies. That's yeah. for certain. No, it was uh, it was oh. a good movie. Um, I would like to. Uh, wow. I would like to. Can I just call myself out on something here? Um, I would just you know want to you know be very transparent with all of this. Uh, we did a midseason awards uh, in the NFL. We we're handing out some uh, midseason awards, uh, and the worst team category. I think everybody kind of went around, and you know the Jags were thrown out. I think the Jets. Uh, I picked the Dolphins. Uh, that was mine, uh, and I believe that they have not lost a game since, uh, and they didn't lose last night. Obviously, New Orleans was. Uh, undermanned and uh, you know starting a rookie quarterback and there'll be plenty on that later because Brady Quinn's name was also thrown into uh, into the conversation uh, uh, and making the rounds on social media and on ESPN afterwards but uh, the Miami Dolphins have won seven straight games they're the uh, seventh spot in the AFC playoffs and credit where credit is due Brady you're down there uh, Brian Flores and company were feeling the heat a little bit but Tua Flores they've stabilized things and they are uh, they're rolling a little bit right now I don't know what sort of a threat they pose to the AFC, but as it stands right now, they're a wild card team. Yeah, as it stands right now, they do need to win out. Like this is setting up for a week 18 matchup versus New England where it's winner takes all. The winner of that game most likely is going to end up, and this is assuming everyone takes care of business next week, but the winner of that game will most likely be the wild be one of the wild card teams. And it, and it couldn't get any better than Mac Jones versus Tua Tonga Vailoa, two guys obviously who played together at Alabama. All all everything that goes into that. And obviously Bill Belichick and, and his pupil, if you will, and Brian Flores and, and those two, the history there. So I just I, I can't wait for that. I hope it gets to that point where that's what's on the line because it'd be incredible. But as far as the job Brian Flores has done you have to give him a lot of credit for staying the course. Now, he, he didn't have another option really at quarterback. It was, it was just Tua this year. Once Ryan Fitzpatrick decided to move on, it was just Tua. And it's been the best thing for this team is letting him essentially play through any issues, whether it's physically or mentally, and now you see what you get on the other side. Like one of the most glaring differences in last night's game, outside of the fact that clearly you know the, the Saints were dealing with some issues with COVID, but it was the difference in, in a second-year player and understanding how to handle pressure at the quarterback spot versus a rookie in his first start. Like, that was the biggest difference. Both teams were bringing pressure. Both, both quarterbacks were under duress. It was Tua, though, who's played enough now, who has a better feel for it, who handled it much better when he needed to in order to get the job done. So, it, look, it's not always flashy. It's not always going to impress you with his arm strength or anything else. But he continually comes up and makes enough plays from the quarterback spot. This team does enough defensively. So say what you want, man. This Dolphins team, there's a bunch of fighters, a bunch of guys who decided to not listen to that outside noise. And they may be the first team in NFL history to actually go 1-7 and and make it into the playoffs. We've never seen that before. It's pretty crazy, 1-7. and but, and, and also, Tua is looking more comfortable in his own skin. You know, I think that seeing the way he moved last night, it, there seems to be a confidence there. And listen, anybody who's played this game will tell you if you have confidence from your quarterback, that resonates, that permeates through the rest of the team. 
that is just what it is. Like I, he doesn't even have to be like a vocal leader. You just know if your quarterback is feeling good about himself and he's feeling good about the way he's handling things, your team is going to to feed off of that. So he looked like he was he was ready to go. This this Miami Dolphins team, like by all things given, I'm not. I don't know Flores. Like I, I don't know him like that. I know him as the head coach. I, I I've heard of him when he was an assistant, but I don't know him very well. But from what I know of him and the times we heard, like the Jay Z music in practice where he was glaring dudes out that somebody was complaining or whatever, and I think it was a. Uh, Cooks or somebody was was doing something weird, and he was like, "Yeah, play the Jay Z." From what I know of him, he just looks like he's one of them, one of those coaches that gets recruits. He's just he's just a real dude. They they in 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 the streets they call him a real a, a real a you know <laughs> dude, right? He's one of just them real dudes, and it seems as though. This this team has really really transitioned and has has really bought into his approach. Sometimes it could go wrong because Judge is is kind of like the same dude, but from a different a different cultural perspective, right? So I saw your face when I said that, but it hey. is different culturally speaking, <laughs> right? Like like being tough from from the inner city and being from from you know a black community versus being maybe. From a, a tough, tough city, you know, Italian background, it's different. But you still look at him, you be like, "That's a real dude." Like he's 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 tough. You know, he's got like that no nonsense about him. Flores, it seems to be permeating. It seems to be taking hold. I mean, maybe not so much in New York, but you seem to to see a team that really believes in what their personality is and how that can apply to them winning games. I, I, no, uh, I, I don't think it could be understated, like starting one in seven and doing what they're doing. Because there's so many people, and Jonas, you obviously are guilty of this. Yeah, but right here. There, there's, a, there's a ton of people who write them off and write every negative thing possible, and everyone needs to be fired, everyone needs to lose their job, everyone needs to be on a different team. There's so many people that say that. Like, I've been a part of groups like that where, like, you just you weren't going to overcome it. Or, or you suffered so many injuries, too, to the point where you had backups playing. And like, it was just it was hard to be able to overcome some of that. And, and they've been able to do it. it. It truly is like a remarkable, remarkable season for them. If they even get to nine wins, it'd be, it'd be incredible to me. I don't know if they'll end up making the playoffs, if they do anything once they make the playoffs. But they'll have a chance. Like, that's a team that's kind of dangerous only because of their style of defense, how aggressive they play. And their offense seems to be able to make plays from time to time. They've got some creativity to what they do. And, and I, I don't know. I mean, you, you give them a fighter's chance in any game, I think, if they make it into the uh, the playoffs as a wild card team. When it comes to Tua, is part of the evaluation or maybe it's the expectations that have been skewed? Because we look at his draft class and we go, Joe Burrow's putting up monster numbers. Uh, Justin, Herbert's, uh, Justin Herbert appears to have all the goods, the physical traits, all that stuff, even though they came off a bad loss against Houston. How much of, of the evaluation of Tua – isn't the most fair just based on who he's going to be compared to because he came out in the same draft class. Similar to a Trubisky, although he was taken ahead of uh, Mahomes and, and Deshaun Watson. But when you look at Tua, 
I just don't think he's as bad as some people have made him out to to be, and and as some people, including his own coaching staff, did at times last year when they were yanking him out of the lineup over and over again. I just wonder how much of this is just the comp in comparison to who he was drafted with. Well, it's kind of like kids. Like for anyone who has multiple kids, like you you, you try to raise them with like similar values, morals, ethics, all those things, but they're not all the same. Like you can't treat them all the same. And, and I don't think it's any different with, with these three because of the way they were born into the NFL. Like Justin Herbert from day one wasn't viewed as the starter. They were wanting him to sit by into Rod Taylor. Then he got thrusted in. And, and he's still been able to overcome that. And, and probably if you were going to redraft, maybe you'd take Burrow still. But it would be hard to pass on Herbert based on how he's looked. But then you look at Burrow, and, and he's been an example of, well, he was the guy. He had the greatest college football season we've ever seen. And, and he was going to be the guy from day one, literally. I mean, they were giving him install packets while they're interviewing him <laughs> at the combine because they knew they were going to take him. And then they've built out around him. And so now you're seeing the, the fruits of all of that because they built out around him. And, and, and then he went through an injury, but then he recovered over that. And they continue to keep building out around him. It's just it's been the exact opposite for Tua. You know, he, he went to an organization that really didn't believe in him, at least it didn't seem like, with the way they handled him his rookie season. And now because, you know, their hand's been kind of forced, they've had to keep him in there. You know, when he's been healthy, they've had to play him, and they're starting to see what he's capable of. But they all have different physical attributes. I mean, we, we love, we love the, the, the deep ball, right? We love, we love, you know, hitting for home runs. Like, that's what we love. That's Herbert. That's what Joe Burrow can do. You know, Tua doesn't have a strong of an arm. So it, it, it's a different way of playing the game, but he can still get the job done. It's uh, two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. You can hang out with us, as always, on the iHeartRadio app. Uh, wherever you are making us a part of your Tuesday morning, we're going to take you all the way up until 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock Pacific here on FSR. Uh, coming up next, though, and by the way, we are brought to you by Discover Real Credit Card. Questions require real people, someone who understands your issues and works to resolve them with you. That's why Discover offers helpful U.S.-based representatives available 24-7. Discover exceptionally common sense. Up next, there's a team in the NFL that was surging, and then they got some really, really bad news. We'll get into all of that for you right here on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Get it, Lavar. Get it. <laughs> Well done. Lavar better. <laughs> you got a good voice, man. Good rock voice. Yeah. Damn right. Uh, it would be a rock you, voice. Hey, could you imagine you two together? Oh, man. It would be problems, bro. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, but a we whole do. lot of like nine month plans going on, man. Yeah. I tell you what, <laughs> wow. I'd be up front, like leaning wow. down on one knee, like just rock banding it out, you know. <laughs> be out there causing floods. Yeah, you guys yeah. <laughs> with, with those, those tight pleather pants that yeah. are real yeah. stretchy. Yeah, you know? just uh, you don't want the uh, Lenny Kravitz pants. Yeah, but, no, that's but, exactly what uh, I was uh, thinking. Uh, with uh, a nipple uh, ring that ripped on stage. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> oh, hey. Yeah. Sometimes it, uh, you got to give them what they want. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, but it looked like uh, one of those masks that uh, ejects from the top over a, a, a seat in a plane. It's like, hey, what's that? Uh, need oxygen. <laughs> Please secure your own oxygen mask before <laughs> doing like, it up for someone drops else. out. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, no. Is that a, is that a giant uh, spider? What's going on there? Uh, yeah, just very, uh, a spider. Uh, all right. Uh, coming up later on this hour, grow up, Brady. Uh, later on this hour, we are going to talk about the NFL making some changes that could impact uh, your viewing experience here. So we'll get to that here uh, about 20 minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio. By the way, it can happen easily. A few drinks become a few too many. It's time to go and you think of calling for a ride home. What's the worst that can happen? You get pulled over. You lose your license. You total your car. You kill someone. Drive sober or get pulled over. Paid for by NHTSA. Uh, here we go again. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo's injured. Now he's got an issue with his thumb. Uh, the uh, and and listen, what that whatever the hell a UCL is, I have no idea. I mean, is that like a, you know a conference USA school? I have no clue. But he's it's a UCL, a torn UCL. Uh, he's also got uh, a, a break in his thumb as well too. Um, status is uncertain as of right now, but it looks like maybe we're going to get the Trey Lance experience. This, of course, coming on the heels of a bad performance uh, against Tennessee, in which he threw a couple of picks. Uh, was not a good look for the 49ers who were rolling and uh, Jimmy Garoppolo struggled in that one and so here we go again like I said Jimmy Garoppolo injured uh, and now we wait and see what his status is going to be moving forward what are they right now in the playoff hunt though aren't they like don't they slotted at five or six something like that they are six right now okay but I saw something funny like they need either was it Philly or someone else to lose. And Philly wins out there in, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's like two teams that it's like that where technically San Francisco doesn't control their own destiny. They need a little bit of help, although they may have just gotten help last night because I think the Saints were the other team that might have might have been in that situation. But uh, my, my point is this is it's kind of interesting. Like if Garoppolo was to not play and you kind of force Trey Lance to go in there. Yeah, you, you could see something more similar to what we saw last night. Where there's a reason why you've got a rookie who hasn't been able to really overcome them. They and do. Has, I was going to say they do own the uh, tiebreaker over Philly because they beat them earlier in the year. So, so there yeah, is but that. I, I, I still think they need. They need. I think they need one of them to lose, though. There's yeah. there's a scenario if you look up how San Francisco gets in. It's not like they win and they're in. It's not like Miami. Whereas if Miami wins out, they're in. Like they don't have to worry about that because of the losses that that happened this past weekend. So there's, there's, a little, there's a little more to that. But the, the point is this. I like you where in, you're going, Brady. You put in Trey Lance, and this thing falls flat on its face. I just wonder what that means for Garoppolo then next year. Because he's, he's, he's got one year left on his deal. And do they then say, like, let's, let's keep him in there in the starting role and let Trey Lance kind of come along? Because he's not, he's not ready yet. You know, they drafted a the guy who was really raw, uber talented, but really raw. And they need to give this thing more time. Otherwise, Kyle Shanahan kind of reverts back to trying to figure out if Lance is the guy. I don't think he wants to go through that again. And then next thing you know, you got guys on your line of scrimmage that become free agents. You're you're now looking at who you're going to be able to handle and who you're going to be able to keep salary cap wise. I just think that what you're what you're saying right now is pretty interesting. Like they they're not looking good to make the playoffs. Like that's. And if it's like, okay, Jimmy Garoppolo is dealing with this these ailments where he can't <laughs> where he can't play and 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 they're heading towards the 
the end of the season, it does it does lend to the conversation because the conversation has already started before this week in terms of Jimmy Garoppolo has played well enough to earn more time in in San Francisco. And and as you mentioned, Brady, we're not looking at Trey Lance. People I don't think people are even in, in like a lather to, you know, we need to have Trey Lance. There's no Trey Lance you know, chants going on in the stadiums or anything like that right now. So I, I think that you're spot on and in, in looking at it from the standpoint of, man, this is one of those moments in time where you're like, okay, Garoppolo has played all year and he's played pretty well. The team didn't have the type of season that they'd like to have. But, you know, if you look at, if you look at them and you dissect the type of year that they had based off of the things that they've had to overcome, it's not that bad. It's not a horrible season, to be honest. So, no. so, so, so Trey Lance getting this opportunity to jump in there. I mean, worst case scenario, he plays out of his mind, and now the conversation is let's move on with Trey Lance. That, that right. that's the worst case scenario. I think the best case scenario is Trey Lance does what we thought he was going to do, plays a pretty decent ball game, and looks young out there, and looks like he needs time to develop and. Yeah, I think that you gotta you have to entertain the conversation of what do you do with Garoppolo if you're the San Francisco 49ers. Can can, uh, can Jonas go back over that San Francisco scenario then for the playoffs? What, okay. what was it that you said earlier? So they own the tiebreaker over Philadelphia. Oh, they, they own the tiebreaker. Yes. I thought you said it the opposite way around. No, do you no. have to recheck something there? No, they own the tiebreaker okay. over Philadelphia because they, yeah, beat, they the beat the Eagles. Week two. Yeah, yeah week two. and so they be, they won the head-to-head comp. So if they finish tied, they would get in over Philadelphia. But they've got uh, Houston coming up, which is no longer uh, a, a shoe-in based on what Davis Mills and them did over the weekend um and so the tiebreakers uh would go to philadelphia they uh, to your point so, so here, here's what needed to happen is they couldn't get in a three-way tie with philly and the saints which is the weird this is the weirdest thing about the nfl so in a three-way tie scenario which now i don't think is going to be the case because the saints lost last night but they would have they would have lost out in a three-way tie with, with philly and the saints because I guess the other two, what is it, a point situation or something like that? Or it's like common opponents or something? Yeah, it's. Uh, I think it's it's common opponents or, yeah, because it goes common opponents or, and then it goes um, it, conference record as well, too. Right. So they'll take in that uh, percentage as well, too. The whole, it, it, the whole thing's confusing as hell. It, it's a mess. It's going to get sorted out in the next couple of weeks. I mean, they've got they're finishing up at the Rams. The Rams could be playing for who knows, uh, you know, maybe a, a one seed. They could be they need to beat Houston and then see where we're at. I just do you trust Trey Lance? Even though it's Houston, do you well, trust Trey Lance and, I, and them getting it done against the Texans right can now? Can we say even though it's Houston anymore? No, that's it and look, I don't I don't know what anybody thinks of Davis Mills, but whatever ha- what that was He's on Sunday. Neck. Yeah, he does have a long neck. There is that. So he does have that uh that I mean, it's a really thing. long neck. It like is. people talk about Glennon. I, I, I think if you look at Glennon and then Mills, like Glennon's is skinnier, so I think it gets more attention. Mills has got more girth to it. Yeah. It looks like a, a damn tree trunk. No, that's a good point. By the I mean, way, it, it <laughs> looks like a, a four year old oak tree is what his <laughs> neck looks like. I'm just saying. That's no, that's that's a great great point and uh, great and this is why you tune into Two Pros and a Cup of Joe, folks. We can break down uh, a quarterback's neck unlike any other show on the network or on uh, radio period. Uh, and also uh, Glennon, what what is Glenn? Like six eight? He's like six seven, six hey, eight. He might be taller than that. Yeah, I mean 
uh, you know, Davis Mills isn't that tall. Oh, so with that, with that neck. Yeah. yeah. So no. so as far as a neck uh, ratio goes, I think yeah. it goes to Davis Mills. They stopped measuring him with the Adam's apple. Yeah. yeah. That's, oh, wow. <laughs> that is a good. That's why he needs an elevator. Uh, as you know, Go up and down. A few of those in the uh, yeah. produce aisles out here. Uh, now, here's the, uh, <laughs> here's, here's the thing. So. The Niners, they lose this game. Uh, the, the conversation then can turn to, well, you know, Garoppolo. Did you, on, on the second interception, and you, you kind of made this point to where it seemed like there was something wrong. Like, it just yeah. seemed like after watching it, it did impact him to a certain extent. And this is where the conversation goes. Jimmy Garoppolo, you can win games with him, but he's only started every single game in a season once. It was the one year they went to a Super Bowl. It just feels like it's something every year that pops up. And if it's not even the, the knee injury he suffered against the Chiefs a few years ago, uh, it's the it's the double high ankle sprains a year ago. Uh, it's the shoulder injury he suffered when he He's was in for Tom man. Brady. Like, yeah. He's Samuel just, uh, Jackson from Unbreakable. Oh, uh, come on, Mr. man. That's, that's not very nice. Saying. I mean, yeah. that, that's, uh, by the way, an underrated movie, I would want to say, as well, too. Really? Yeah, Unbreakable. Huh. It's an underrated it's movie. Good. Yeah. I don't know that it was underrated. I don't I think, think was, people it knew it was just, good. It was, it was rated. Yeah. yeah. It was rated. I, I, it was I disagree. Movie. But again, you guys don't have the same rating uh, scales that I look at when it comes to movies. So, you oh. know, you're not privy to that information. That's oh. fine. Okay. Uh, that happens. It's okay. Um, oh, wow. So, uh, so Trey you know, Lance against the Texans, What? how optimistic are you that he gets it done? I mean, I, I think I trust Kyle Shanahan in that instance. Kind of like, well, I don't know if that's actually a good thing. I was... Trusting a lot in Sean Payton last night in regards to uh, how how he put together a game plan for Ian Book, but then I realized, oh, they called up Drew Brees and <laughs> Philip Rivers and Josh McCown. I mean, they literally called everyone before they decided to start him. Like they were like, no, we, this isn't. He's not ready. This isn't good. Hey, are you well, over forty and you play quarterback in the NFL? Uh, uh, hit us back. Uh, we need somebody for Monday night. I, I can't tell you if you scroll through Twitter. There's so many former NFL quarterbacks who are like. Screw this! I'm going to start training again and get back into this thing, and and not to like get off on a complete tangent, but one of the things I noticed, and I I don't know if Lavar will appreciate this or, or if he's noticed this too, but none of these quarterbacks anymore throw the football away. It's like, dude, don't take a 16 yard sack running out of bounds. Just throw the football away. It's weird. Like like let it. It's going to impact your passer rating, but it's it's for the betterment of the team. Like you're helping your team out, field position, all these things. Like it's such a simple thing, and it and it honestly is like a selfless thing. But none of these damn quarterbacks no. do it anymore. And so, like, we're, we're going to look back at the film and we'll say, hey, the offensive line for the Saints didn't protect well. They're missing some guys due to COVID. That's true. But damn, just get rid of the football. Just step up in the pocket. Get rid of the football. Find a quick answer. Throw it away. It's not that hard. And so that's my concern with like Trey Lance is, you know, he's an athletic guy too who can move around. That's great. But sometimes, man, it's much better to be punting when you're, you know, you have an incompletion and it was four, you know, third and four. You didn't get it. Okay. But instead of it being now, you know, fourth and four and punting, you just gave up a 12-yard sack. That's a first down now that your defense doesn't have to worry about giving up. I mean, it just that whole thing bothers me so much. So that's more the concern, I think, with any young player is there is a game to be played at the NFL level that's different. And, and you have to be able to do things that are more about winning football and then try to protect your teammates, the field position battle, all those little things.
a guy oh. a, a guy told me that do you remember David Carr um when he got drafted by the Texans there was this stat that he uh, like was the most sacked quarterback in the NFL blah 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 and some of the linemen were getting pissed and and a guy who was on that team told me that some of the linemen were getting pissed because he was doing the exact same thing he was running out of bounds behind the line of scrimmage that's how that's how quarterback coaches are teaching it, it these days. It, Gary Kubiak, the specialists. It, Gary Kubiak came in and laid into him his first year there, and everybody was shocked because he said, "Look, you're making the offensive line look bad by running out of bounds. It makes it look like they're not doing their job when you need to get rid of the football." Uh, yeah, I, I don't I don't know where the the philosophies have gone, but just in knowing some of the things in the circles I run in right now, in terms of how guys are being trained by by personal private trainers it's the quarterback rating like it's that's, that's what they're insane, they're being man. taught it's so they're being selfish, taught dude. yeah they're that's it's what they're terrible. being taught to do yeah that's what they're being trained to do <laughs> yeah. well so because the quarterback coach says look the better your rating is the better it is for my business so just take yeah. the sack and then and then we we go from there i mean boy it doesn't impact your completion percentage all those things oh cuz you know here's man. what it is though it's basically telling you that our society doesn't watch football. 100%. Because you know what it is? Box score readers. Yeah. And so you're going to see a bunch of people who, for example, they look at you know Ian's completion percentage last night. They're like, oh, it was fairly accurate. You know, a couple mistakes. That's it. And then you go, well, how many sacks did he have taken? Seven or eight? Something like that. And honestly, five of them were probably on him. There was like two where you're like, okay, they cut a guy free, et cetera, et cetera. Now, he's a young player. He'll learn. But you sit there and watch that with a lot of young quarterbacks and just go, learn to throw the football away. It's like literally it's the best thing you could do to help out your offensive linemen instead of throwing them under the bus. But the worst was what LeVar said, running out of bounds. (laughs) I mean, are you serious? Like you're right there. You're outside the tackle box. Just throw Throw it it away away. to make sure it gets over the line of scrimmage. They'll try to get out of bounds. And they'll try to get get like either even yardage or, Or or a yard. Who gets yeah. who gets credit for the sack? The guy closest to him when he goes out of bounds? Yes, I believe so. Yes, that is how it works. I yeah. mean, closest person. It's like lacrosse when they throw the ball out of you know out yeah, of bounds. Gonna, Some guy runs with a stick to get closer. Yeah, I was gonna say it's like when you it's like an own goal or an own basket <laughs> in the NBA, and they Before. give credit to the guy who last touched it. Like what are we talking could, about? Could you imagine chasing a quarterback out of the pocket and some dude comes flying in last second just to jump in front of you as he runs out of bounds? Yeah, and sack and then you, of you, you 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 finish know? like one sack shy of your bonus. Freaking Freddie, Freddie Mitchell did that to me one time. <laughs> Fred X. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the people's chant. His little ass. <laughs> what he did? He got up. He got up and did his little belt thing after he did it. Too. I was about to obliterate McNabb. I was about to get him, and 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 Freddie Mitchell hit me on the sideline like last second. It literally was like it was like a movie where a shark was about or or like the dragon was about to eat this man, right? And I'm about like like the mouth is open. I'm about to eat him, and then boom, like right in my ribs, right in my ribs. <laughs> Right he used to always wear the bow ties, right? Yeah, I, 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 I want to say yeah and confirm yeah. it, but I don't remember. Yeah, you know, dropped a other, damn bow tie on your ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. other yeah. stuff too. Is that um, what they're called? Yeah. 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 Well, <laughs> what he did. I, Jonas will tell you. I already had an experience with Freddie throwing to him one time. Yeah. He, he he stays ready. They you know, look, he's man. the type, but he stays ready, Lavar. Hey, it's you, so funny. He had to be an overachiever because to see him, you'd be like. Bro, how did you make it, man? <laughs> like at the position, like all the injuries, like like I remember when, because I think he came out the same year as me, 
Uh, something to that effect. I knew him for some reason, and and people were talking about like, dude had like knee surgeries, like multiple on both legs, like ACL repairs back in the early two thousands. Right? You'd be like looking at him, like, <laughs> dude is like five eight. He's got bad knees. <laughs> How is this dude in the league? But he he stayed in for a and, while, and man. By the way, because he made such a, a, a such a fuss pre Super Bowl when they went to the Super Bowl against the Patriots, he was talking all this noise. I, I remember wanting to see how he performed because I love the, the belt. Freddie did you a big play, man. Okay, but I think he finished, if my memory serves me correct, with one catch for six yards or eight yards. And it was like the he like everybody see, but he was wasn't laughing gonna at have him. he wasn't gonna have crazy stats. I know, but he was running his mouth. That's all why week. he was the people's champ yeah, though. I just like I, he gave you one big play. <laughs> He had like two catches on the day, but one of them catches was going to be it, a big catch. The fourth and twenty-six. He was the guy who caught I'm that. It was, you, there was a big play on Monday Night Football, and now. he caught that. He was the guy who made the he's catch. He's going to give you a big one. He's yeah. going to let you know about Damn it, right? And he's going to discount, double check it. And, and if you need a balloon animals made, he's got uh, all the inventory. Yeah, and if you need a really uh, good read, uh, that, that's, you know, that's, that's a good Jonas. point. All right, up next. The NFL has made some changes to their schedule. We'll tell you how it impacts your team coming up next here in another edition of In Case You Missed It right here on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. I'm George Reister, host of the Reister or Wrong podcast. This is the intersection where sports business, society, and pop culture meet the truth. Absolute fire on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Facts only. Make sure you check your feelings at the door because no BS is allowed. We keep it 100. This is where real conversations happen. Listen to the Right or Wrong podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. Coming up top of next hour, a little over 10 minutes from now, we have got uh, some rumors. Uh, the NFL coaching search uh, could be underway very, very soon for a couple of teams in the league. We'll get into that for you here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, before we get to another edition of In Case You Missed It, want to let you know we are brought to you by Discover. If you're a valued customer, you deserve a simple gesture of appreciation from your credit card company, and that's why Discover matches all the cash back you've earned. At the end of your first year, discover exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations apply. Sometimes you can't get to everything in the world of sports or entertainment. Good thing the guys are here to bring you in case you missed it. And for that, we turn it over to the great Lee Delap, our executive producer, to find out what the hell's going on. You guys, we have some to week 17 in the NFL. Uh, the NFL is going to be moving starting times for two games in week 17. That's going to be the Ravens and Rams moving to 425 from 425 to 1 o'clock Eastern. And the Saints home game against the Panthers is being moved from 1 p.m. to 425 Eastern. Both games are going to be aired on Fox. Wow, look at that. So uh, huh. so, so, what, what is considered the upgrade or the downgrade? Because the later... Yeah, the later windows considered the better time slot, right? Yeah, so they're close. So Saints, Panthers uh, is going to the later time slot, and they're moving up... Uh, huh, interesting. Oh. I, thought, I thought it would have been... Uh, they would have just kept it. Huh. Is this understand. for week 18? No, week 17. 
this week. Yeah, there's not much sense there. It is a little odd. I mean, the, the Ravens-Rams is a much better game. That's why I don't, you know, I don't know why why the move. Well, it's, it's I mean, I'd say a bigger market at least. Yeah, I mean, uh, but hey, look, uh, maybe there's uh, there's reasons for it. If you're the Rams, are you thrilled with the idea of now all of a sudden you got to play in the early window as opposed to the later one, which would have been normal, uh, the normal time they would normally play at home. Now they're going on the road at Baltimore and they've got to play in the uh, the earlier window. It could I mean, impact them, that's for certain. It, it, is this one of those deals where like playoff implications, depending on how those games sort themselves out? would give, like, one team an advantage over another? Um, it's too early say, for that. I mean... But I would say so. I understand Week 18 because they want right. the games on at the same time so you're channel surfing to, to go back and forth to see what's happening here and you're right. scoreboard watching and all that. I don't I don't understand. If I, if I was the Rams, I'm probably not that thrilled about this to be moved uh, just so we can get uh, Panthers-Saints. Uh, but who knows? Maybe, uh, you know, they want the book club back in prime time. you think time. maybe maybe Drew Brees is coming back? Maybe. <laughs> they called. They could be, yeah. <laughs> they, they did call. Um, and uh, Brees made it uh, clear to them he did not want to come back and be a backup quarterback. You can tell by the way he does his hair now. He's done playing football. <laughs> that is totally TV hair that Drew Brees has given us on, on Sunday's Football Night in America. He looks good. Yeah. By the way, that yeah. that Football Night yeah. in America uh, song, who's who sings the uh, the intro song for Football Night in America? Is that Carrie Underwood? Uh, it's, yeah, it, it's the so. it's the worst song on television. I, I, oh, I would have wow. to concur. It, I, I whoa, like whoa, shots fired! It's I terrible. Don't like it. What did Carrie Underwood ever do to anyone? Oh, it's like America's sweetheart. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess, but uh, I, the song stinks. I mean, I don't know what to tell people. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. It's kind of watered down. That's that problem. You come and to they Lamar made, and I. They made that change based off of, you know, you know, issues that had popped up with the prior artists. But which was uh, who was yeah, the I don't remember. Uh, by the way, um, but I, it was better. It see, was a better I, song. I didn't I've n- I hadn't heard the song because Brady and I were always working Sundays. And so when the game would start, we were doing the show. So this is the first year I actually heard the intro song. And I was like, wow. Um, uh, this is awful. I don't know how people have been putting up with this for as long as they have. But again, we're it's just kind of funny. spitting facts here. I think people are getting their chips di- and dip while that's on. Yeah. Yeah, you're getting situated. Yeah. And they know you're getting situated, and that's why it goes for as long <laughs> as it does. Here's our B-side. Yeah. Uh, what else we got, Lee? You guys, a large payday for the magnificent one, Mario Lemieux, yeah. after the Pittsburgh Penguins yeah. were recently sold to the Fenway Sports Group for $900 million. What was once going to be his $26 million contract is now paid out to $360 million because he's a part-time owner. Hey, show chase scars! Scratch says my back ring. with a hacksaw! This says my ring. <laughs> Cope on sports! <laughs> yeah. Mike Why don't terrible towels? <laughs> little Mike Lang. Everybody go grab your terrible towels and wave I'm out on this one, man. I have no idea. You know Mike Lang, the uh, former Penguins well, announcer? I was with Myron Cope. Yeah. You Mike, went Mike Lang, I yeah, went Myron. Mike Who? Lang. Uh, Come on, don't do that. Never heard of him. Don't do that. Granny's got man, a I, bottle of scotch and she's driving shotgun. <laughs> Yeah, you're a big time uh, Penguins fan. Yeah. He was an old school newspaper reporter, and he had talked like this. <laughs> yeah. That's Myron how all Cope. our guys that was, that was were. That's my Myron Cope. Yeah. Yeah, that's how, hey. He's a Yinzer. You Myron I mean? Cope was definitely a Yinzer. Stillers. 
Still that's, that's, that's still a snitching mining cope on Sparks. That's pretty good. Isn't that pretty that's good? That's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, uh, what about my Mike Lang, Eddie? No, it wasn't as good as mine. Scratch my back good. with a hacksaw. Yeah. Come on. Come on. You know, cut my feet with a rusty razor. I, I don't know if you're actually quoting him correctly on any <laughs> no, of those. Yeah. It's gibberish. Yeah, one of them's legitimate. The yeah. other one is just like yeah. I, I, nobody has any idea what he's actually saying. Buy Sam saying. a drink and get his dog one too. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> gosh. That, that does say Mark Malone deliver that ball down <laughs> fell. <laughs> <laughs> Never heard of him. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.